Yeah, I'm frustrated with how we started. Uh, concerned about it all week. Had very honest conversations with our guys about just the difficulty of that particular game, where it was, when it was, their record, the trip itself. Uh, the temperature was going to be a factor. Uh, it was obviously even more of a factor than we anticipated it would be. But just our maturity of of coming in and and really playing at the level we were capable of. Didn't think we handled that well early. It showed on the field with some mistakes, three and outs, some missed tackles, some mistakes defensively, and and um, you know really put ourselves in a position where frustrated early. And have respond. Really proud of how they did respond. Played great in the third quarter and on into the fourth quarter. Actually, started playing the second quarter. Didn't really get on the scoreboard like we wanted to, uh, with a couple mix-ups. But but honestly, you could see the momentum starting to turn. Got it within reach and came out and handled the third quarter exactly how we needed to. Got stops. Got points. Uh, touchdowns. Even more more importantly, touchdowns. And and put the game in a position where we were completely in control and. Love the way, uh, love the way we finish. So it's um, it's a lesson learned. It, it comes probably at a good time. We can't afford to have those kind of letdowns moving down the stretch, especially this week. We've got to play great for sixty minutes, and hopefully, it's um, it's an eye opening experience of of how how you have to be ready uh, when the ball when the ball is kicked. You got to be ready regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the weather, regardless of anything, you've got to be ready to play. And, and so I'm thankful that we won the game, learned the lesson at the same time, and, and have that to, to draw from moving forward. San Jose is a, a very good football team. We catch them, I think, at their very best. Having gotten their quarterback back on the field, it changes the dynamic of things. Uh, they, um, I know the record doesn't speak that highly of them, but, but watching them play Nevada – uh, Saturday night when we got back, they're clearly excited to have him back. It gives them a spark. They've got one of the best defenses in the league, and they've got skill for the quarterback to get the ball to. It'll be a huge game and a tremendous challenge. Um, and, and I think our guys are, are super excited already about, about getting prepared for it and, and just the opportunity that we have ahead of us, obviously. So this is a pivotal game for everybody. Hopefully we'll play our best ball and play it for 60 minutes. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I, I mean, they have so much experience on their defensive line. They got the two guys that were first team all conference last year, including, including the reigning defensive player of the year. Um, so how big of a challenge is it for you guys, especially considering uh, you guys are dinged up on the offensive line right now? Yeah, it's, it's a huge challenge. It's, um, it's going to test us as much or more than, than anybody we've seen so far. To me, this is – very similar to playing Colorado State and Boise and BYU's fronts. They're good. They're really good. They they have they have um, more than one guy that can attack you. As you mentioned, they've got length. They've got speed. They play with tons of energy. They're used to being in this kind of environment, having won the league last year and had a bunch of close games to get it done. And in this last week, you know they they battled and, and made strong. Very very uncomfortable. Hit him a lot. It's it's kind of a miracle that that Nevada was able to pull that out, could have easily gone the other way. So it's um, it's huge. It's huge. And, and we are beat up and dinged up. Got to give our offensive staff and offensive line credit for finding ways to win with with the personnel that we have and, and all that we've been through. And, and we're going to need to step up big this week uh, as much or more than any that we have all year. 
Coach Al from KBNU, can I ask you what runs through your mind when you think of 4-0 and and you're down double digits in every single road game this year and been able to win all those games? Uh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it until you – obviously, that's rare. You just don't see that happen. Typically, you're going you're gonna to lose one of those. So resiliency, um, conditioning, and, and, and really just the will to win. These guys have bought in, have, have – it has not been pretty. Uh, it has not been perfect at times, um, but they have – they do believe and they do – they are willing to play hard. And so you you just have to give the kids a tremendous amount of credit for continuing to battle and learn from mistakes and overcoming maybe some, some um, adversity along the way, whether it be physical mismatches or just the circumstances of trips, uh, injuries that we may have. All the above, they find a way, and, and and at the end of the day, they ask you know how many, not how, but how many at the end of the season, and, and so they they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for that. But but I've not been a part of that before. This is the first group I've been a part of that has found way a way to do it quite the way they have. It's unique. It's stressful to to say the least. It's stressful. And one other thing about your defensive line, you talked about theirs, and there's obviously is very good. Lately, Holly, Marcus Moore are showing more. I mean, we've had guys off the edges, Henniger and, and the Joiner and others, but how about the inside guys on the defensive line? They seem to be playing better, and you're stopping the run on the other side, too. Yeah, no, you know, that wasn't something New Mexico State was tremendously committed to doing, but if you look at the previous opponents that were, uh, yeah, they've done a great job, and I think quietly done a great job. I think Marcus Moore and Holly, and even when you start looking at the guys that come in and spell them, uh, collectively doing a really, really good job. It, that front has um, has worked together and, and improved, uh, I think, leaps and bounds from where we started. I, I was very concerned about our ability to stop the run early. I think we all were, and little by little, we've we've found some things that work for us. Defensively, they've done a good job. Coach Banda and the crew schematically have tried to put us in the best situations to be effective. But but you mentioned, I think, Marcus Moore and Halle in that inside, those two inside spots have played have played great ball all season, and both have been dinged up and fought through it. And so they they also, just like we talked about the old line, they deserve a ton of credit for battling through uh, a lot of bumps and bruises and, and injury to be able to be as effective as they've been. Coach Anderson, I, I would presume uh, Alfred's probably still on concussion proto- protocol. Uh, Calvin Tyler Jr. is that. Was that just a cramps thing? I yep. mean, what's the likelihood we're going to see him? Oh, he'll be ready. He, he was, he was, we were giving him a hard time on the plane on the way home. Uh, Fred Alfred should be back. Uh, he, he was, he probably, he would have been right on the borderline being ready Saturday. Uh, I think he should be back and ready to go. We, uh, Calvin Tyler should be fine. He, he did cramp up. Monte McGarry, um, dinged up during the game, but all indications he'll be ready to go. Now, are they 100%? Probably not, but I'm not sure who he is anymore at this time of the season. But they're they're available and will play and play play hard. So I would expect us to get a handful of those guys back at least in some capacity. Coach, it looks like Nick Starkle's back at behind the center for San Jose State. They did lose by three to Nevada, but he threw for 255. What do you see out of the kid that uh, impresses you? Um. Poise doesn't get rattled. You can see just just changes the whole dynamic of the game. Now I, I got I think the 
kid that they had in before. I think Nash is doing a phenomenal job, to be honest with you. Completely different look. But you can see just the poise and maturity of Starkle down late in the game, not flustered at all, staying in the pocket, can make every throw and has weapons to throw to. Uh, so, um, yeah, it um, he's he's quality player. He's got length. He's got power, got touch. But mainly, to me, is is – he does not get rattled. He, you, you, um, you see a guy back that's very, very comfortable in in tight situations. This is again is going to be one of those games, and, and that's when those uh, veteran, mature, uh, competitive guys tend to rise to the top. And, and we're going to need our quarterback to do the same. But you can see that that Starkle is very comfortable in that role, and that's why they won the championship last year, and that's why they were right in the mix the other night against a very good Nevada team. What do you think of their running back? Certainly have some good games. Yeah, I, I you know I think they're very balanced. Uh, you know, obviously, Starkle, you got to have a quarterback to have a chance. But I think they're balanced. They they've got a tight end. The running back runs the ball well. They built big up front. Several receivers that they utilize. I think they are very tough to defend because they are balanced. They will get the ball to everybody, and the quarterback can reach every area on the field. It makes them extremely tough to defend. Would you say that they are a better defensive team than offensive team? Or with Starkle coming back, does that change the dynamic a little bit of the game? Well, I think it changed the dynamic, but their their front is as good or better than any we've seen all year. They're in that, they're in that category. They are disruptive. You could see the other night, I don't know how many times they hit strong, but it was a lot. He was really slow getting up off the uh, off the turf a lot during the uh, during that particular game. So I I think they're a very sound, solid team. There's a reason they won the championship a year ago. I know it's not been perfect this year, but they've been through a lot to get to this point. And you could see watching that game the other night, you can see why they why they won it a year ago. They are they're a quality football team. This is a huge game and a huge test uh, on the road. It'll it'll be everything we want. We we find a way to win this one, we will have earned it. Coach Anderson, it really seems like their biggest bugaboo this year has been turnovers. They're minus 10 in the turnover department. I mean, if they if they clean that up, how dangerous of a football team is this? Uh, it's, I mean, basically it's the same team everybody saw won a championship last year. When you consider super seniors and the fact that Starkle's back and the defensive players that are back, I mean, this is the same team that won the championship a year ago. Now, they haven't been at full strength most of the year, but we catch them at a point when they're going to be pretty close. So they're dynamic. They are explosive. They are powerful. You've got everything going against you. You've got to go play your best ball. Um, the turnovers, I think a lot of that came from Nash getting used to playing and getting comfortable playing and, and being without some of their weapons. I don't think that's the team we're playing by any means. Coach, how are you guys able to, to keep focus on being 1-0 and with everything going on around the conference that affects you guys in one way or another, whether you're in the Mount West Conference Championship game on December 4th or hosting it? Like, how do you, you as a coaching staff, able to keep these kids focused on being 1-0 and every week? You know, it's been the message since day one. We've never wavered from that. Um, you know, we have we – have, Found a group of guys that has bought into the the, the process that, that we that we talk about every day, and they've seen they've seen that work. And I think as you see it go out on the field and you get the results you want, you it just adds more fuel to the fire. And that's what we've done. Uh, we can only play them one at a time, so it doesn't really good to, doesn't do any good to talk about more than one. We can only control what we can control, and that's us. 
we really can't control the weather, where the game is played, or who the opponent is. We can just control us. And I think that's been comforting for our guys to some degree. Obviously, they can hear the noise on the outside, and we'll discuss it a little bit actually today, uh, just what that looks like. But ultimately, we've got to prepare for San Jose State. That's the only opponent that we can that we can play this week. We can't worry about what comes next. We can't worry about help or no help from other people. We can only control our preparation to this game. That's been that one and old mentality all year, and I've been really pleased with how the guys have handled it. And I really honestly expect them to continue to do the same thing, be at their very best on Saturday night at 830. Coach, you've talked a lot about Desmond – or I'm sorry, De- Devin Tompkins at, at wide receiver this year, but he's player of the week this week. But have you – had a guy like him in your career? Have you been around guys that have really pl- made plays like he has this year? You know, I mean, we've been fortunate. If you look back at the last few years, I mean, Omar Bayless did this for a couple of years ago, was one of the top two or three in the country all year. Uh, Kurt Merritt led the league and, and was top five in the country. Like last year, Jay Adams was top five and led the nation at some point in time. And then now you've got – You've got Devin doing the same thing, and and not just him, but other guys in the room that are contributing at a high level. I think Kyle Sefalo does a phenomenal job. He's been with me for eight years for a reason. I believe in what he does. I think the kids love the way he coaches and teaches. I think they play hard for him. And and our staff, Coach Tuck and, and, and Kyle, have done a phenomenal job of designing the system to get guys open and and prove the defenses will throw it to more than one guy, but also prove that we'll move guys around so it makes it tough to defend us. And we've been able to stay balanced. We haven't always run the ball great, but we've run it efficiently enough that we've stayed balanced. We've spread it around enough to stay balanced. And I think those are all big contributors to Devin. Uh, but probably biggest thing for him is just that dude's work ethic is phenomenal. It's, he is the hardest worker on our entire football team on every given day. He practices the exact way that he plays, almost to his detriment. You have to slow him down in practice. He will not. He plays every rep like it's a game rep. It matters to him. He raises the level of our football team by doing it. And um, I love the success he's having. And I love that the other guys on the team are pulling for him to have it. So it's perfect storm for us. It's a reason that we're seven and two or guys like that. Devin Tompkins. And then we'll have uh, senior defensive tackle Marcus Moore after that. Uh, just to get you up to speed on uh, what Devin is doing this year with the offense, uh, he currently leads the nation in receiving and all-purpose yards. He is uh, tied for the lead in the nation with seven 100-yard receiving games. He's had five straight 100-yard receiving games, which uh, is also first in the nation. And then I want to say he is uh, sixth in the nation in receptions and 11th in receiving touchdowns. So just a few things going on for, for Devin in the offense. And then he's the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week as well. So go ahead and ask Devin questions. Do, do you at all amaze yourself with some of the plays that you make? I don't know if you got a chance to go back and see a couple of the catches, uh, including the one where Bonner might have short-armed it just a little bit and you had to go up and, and snag it. Like, do you amaze yourself with any of this at all? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to see for sure, for sure. But, um, you know, I've been, I've just been doing this for so long, you know, I mean, it goes all the way back to my sophomore year in high school for real. So, I mean, it's, it's nothing really new to me. Kevin Al Lewis from KVNU, uh, your kind of stats make your hair stand up. It looks like at this point too, besides all the rest of us looking at you, 
Uh, but is there anyone you're more particularly satisfied with or what else, what other goals? I mean, you want to win. That's the number one thing, the team, no matter what you do. But then after that, what about individual things you're looking at? Um, I definitely would love to uh, individually win the Paul Horn or the Paul Hornig Award and the Blitnikoff as well. Um, those are two of my, you know, individual goals that I do want to achieve after this year is over with. After what you've been through the last couple of years, PT, are you surprised that this team, though, is seven and two and been able to pull out some of these games where you do get as far behind as you have? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, because, you know, like coming off of last year to this year, it's an entirely new team, you know, entirely new staff. So um, I really just saw that like when in the spring, you know, working out in the winter and, and you know, the way that spring football went, I just knew that, you know, this was a special team to be a part of for sure. And then once once the summer hit and, you know, we actually started getting the groove doing PRPs and things like that. Um, you know, I knew our offense was going to be efficient. You know, I knew that we were going to be able to execute at a really high level. And, you know, I think uh, Coach Tucker, he he definitely, you know, he gets us fired up to play in this offense as well. You know, he schemes up great things a lot. And, you know, having Coach Cephalo as a receiver coach, is just, it's amazing. You know, it's fun to come to work. So it, it makes us actually enjoy what we do. And I think that's what has played a big part in our success, you know, is that we have fun with everything we do, you know. You can center in now this week on San Jose State, the defending champions, beating the defending champions of the conference. What kind of feeling is that going into the game, playing them? Um, the same feeling we have every game, to be honest. Uh, you know, we just we just want to be one and know at the end of the, at, the, at the end of every week. So, um, yeah, knowing that they are the the reigning conference champions is is kind of a interesting thing. I, I didn't really think about, but I mean. There's just another team on our schedule right now, another conference game that we need in order for us to stay on top. Devin, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, I mean, they forced Nevada to throw the ball 54 times, strong through it 54 times last week. So they, they really sell it to stop the run. And so you're definitely going to have opportunities to make plays. Uh, um, how, how much are you looking forward to uh, going, going up against this veteran defense and a team that you know will force the opposition to throw a lot? I love it. That's a that's a great challenge, and that plays in our favor. You know, um, we have great running backs. You know, and but our receiving core. You know, we're we're different in this room for sure. You know, every last one of us, we all can ball. We all can make big plays. So, uh, I think this will be a really fun week for us. Devin Mark Greenwood with the Utah Statesman. Um, Coach Anderson described this game as a pivotal game, and with Boise picking up a, a pretty good win against Fresno State this last weekend, this is about as much of a must-win game as as we get to this point in the season, how does that affect you guys as players and adjusting to that pressure? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is to not look at it like as if it is pressure, you know, just take the same approach we take every single week because that's what's gotten us these wins. You know, that's what's gotten us seven and two. It's just getting one degree better every single week, every single day, you know, coming and do what we do every single week. You know, I don't think that there should we should add pressure onto ourselves or make anything bigger than what it is, you know. At the end of the day, they're another team in our conference that we need. I mean, yeah, this is a pivotal win, you know, to keep us up on top. So, I mean, there's that pressure in a sense, but then the day it's just, it's just another game for us. Devin, Ajay Salveson again. There's been a lure of great uh, wide receivers in Utah State football history. You're definitely on that list without question. And I know you're really busy during the middle of the season, but have you had a chance to um, get to know a little bit of that history of the wide receivers, such as Kevin Curtis or those guys, or is that going to come at a later point maybe? Um, yeah, that'll probably come at a later point. You know, I mean, just right now I've been really focused on, you know, the season ahead and just wanting to finish. And, you know, it's it's on it's definitely an honor to be, you know, 
amongst those great wide receivers that have came through here, you know, and hopefully one day I do get to, you know, talk to them and things of that nature. But right now, you know, I think the biggest thing that I, need, I want to focus on is just finishing this season and getting this conference championship. Utah State's only given up 61 rushing yards in the last two games on 57 carries. So that's an average of 1.1 yard per game. Uh, you guys can go ahead and ask Marcus questions. Marcus Al Lewis from PBNU here in Logan. What, did, what was the defense feeling like the first three drives for New Mexico State? They seemed to kind of do what they wanted to do. And then all of a sudden you guys did get that three and out and kind of change the game around. What, what was the feeling there and what do you think turned the game real fast? Uh, you know, I think that coming out in the first half, I think that we definitely uh, got a little hit over the head with the weather and whatnot um, at halftime. You know, Coach did talk to us. Uh, we came out with a different mentality and uh, executed. And Marcus, uh, Doug was just rattling off those uh, rush numbers from the last couple of games. Uh, I mean, how gratifying has it been for you guys to really uh, turn things around and uh, make, make some big strides in that area? Um, ultimately, you know, I think that um, I think it's great that, you know, we're um, uh, doing well in those areas. Uh, ultimately, like I said, we're trying to uh, win the Mount West uh, championship. And if we can continue to build upon our games and whatnot, um, I think we'll be able to get there. Yes, if nobody else wants to ask, I'll ask again, Marcus. You transferred here from UCLA. Can you talk about what went into that decision and how you ended up coming to Utah State, why that worked out that way? Well, uh, you know, um, I have finished up my schooling and ultimately I just needed a new home. Uh, I was presented an offer from Utah State, um, came up here, uh, you know, visited visited the, school, the campus, um, enjoyed the people up here and enjoyed my visit. And ultimately I made the decision to come. Did you have lots of other places that were interested? Um, at the time, uh, I was when I when I did transfer, uh, it was going into the spring. I wanted to uh, be able to participate in spring ball, knowing that uh, I, I was uh, I was thinking that last year would be my last season. So um, I needed to make a quick decision. Uh, I didn't really have time to wait. So in order for me to play uh, participate in spring ball um, at the time, Utah State was my only offer. Marcus, uh, I mean, New Mexico State's had some pretty good games offensively this year. They scored 31 points to get San Jose's defense. I mean, that's a really good defense. So uh, ultimately, how good did it feel to uh, – how much pride did you take in uh, pitching a second-half shutout against those guys? Like I said, um, you know, we started out a little slow, but ultimately, you know, being able to finish out with the shutout in the second half definitely felt great. Um, definitely uh, know that what we're doing is working. So. Felt great, definitely. Can you talk more about the development of the defensive line group? I mean, you and Hawley made plays, but some of the guys behind you have made a few plays. You feel good about the position and the depth there. And then talk just about how it just seems like the defense has been able to amp up more pressure the last little while against the opposing team and not doesn't have to always be blitzes and things. Um, in terms of, you know, uh, amping things up. I think ultimately, you know, we just come out with a mentality, you know, our coach talks about, uh, you know, providing juice. Uh, we knew that it wouldn't be a crazy amount of fans in the stands um, and that we needed to provide our own juice and together as a unit, you know, we all support one another, uh, love each other up and execute what our coach has planned out for us. What about the other guys on the line and how you think the defensive group inside has come together? 
Oh, I think, you know, we're coming together great. Um, each week is a, is a, is a new, uh, each week we're taking steps. Um, like you said, guys like Hale, guys like Pat, uh, Jalen, I mean, everyone on the defensive line, really, Phil, uh, Kessie, yeah, all those guys. We're all taking the next step. Marcus, uh, how how exciting is it to be playing a really meaningful football game this late in the season where you're, you're going up against the defending Mountain West champions uh, in November uh, with, you know, your destiny still in your own hands? Uh, you know, ultimately, you know, it's uh, another opponent on our schedule. Um, we're coming out, you know, with the one and all mentality, just focused on the week. Um, definitely going to prepare for the game coming up this weekend. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Can you talk about how much different it feels to play this year compared to what was going on last year in this particular time of the year when you were finally playing? How much different this feels to be winning and winning games where you're behind and you come back and do it as a team and things like that? Um, you know, I think it's I think it's I think it's great what we have going on here um, from the coaches to the players. Um, definitely, definitely feel the difference from last year. No, of course, you know, everyone likes winning. So to be able to have these wins that we do have um, and ultimately it, it feels great.